Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kate and Vaya. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We discuss the shenanigans that have been going on on Ramsey Street. We are here in the PirateNet studios. We have reconvened after a little reprieve. I'm Vaya Pashos. I have Catherine Jones, better known as CJ. Hello. Kate, better known as Remude on the tweets. Hi there. We have had a hot minute. We've produced a couple of other podcasts in that time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Buddy Watch is so fun. We've recapped. We've finished two seasons. Mm. We've recapped The Block and did tours of The Block open for inspection. Which, the, no, I'm addicted to. I'll be doing it for the rest of The Block forever. I'll be going to check them out. Kate took me through. If you like to hear Kate's design speak, then listen to the episode where Kate and I just wander through these brand new apartments and Kate just hangs shit on everything that bothers her. Laminex is a big corporate. <laughs> and that, yeah. And I imagine that that would be too much for my tender heart to deal with. Oh, but, but you've got me there going, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> this one's fluffy. <laughs> uh, so that was a hell of a time. Then CJ and I and Beck Dahl, friend of the show, recapped Playing for Keeps, which is a smorgasbord of Australian neighbours talent. Yeah. You know, I feel like a sister show of neighbours, mm. even – if they're not related it at all. It exists in roughly the same universe, I think. It does. And and Beck would say, but totally different. <laughs> but, yeah, they're just down the road from each other suburb-wise. It's just all different worlds. And it's like, kind of like we've checked in on Paige and Dee yeah. and Christos mm-hmm. in their off time, in their off season. Yeah. And also while we've been away, Christos has been elected in America as a senator. I Christos believe. Pappas, well yeah. done. Well yeah. done. Senator, senator? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Senator Pappas. We are knee deep in Neighbours Council business, by the way. Mm. We're in it. Kate, Channel 11 has had a rebrand. Yeah, what would you call Channel 11 if it was your channel? Because I'd call it Channel 11 myself. It's worked for Channel 10, Channel 9, Channel 7. I'd call it Channel Ramsey because that's really all I go there to watch. You wouldn't have looked at your fruit bowl for inspiration. <laughs> No. I wouldn't have looked at the bum emoji, that's for sure. Yes, it's 10 Peach. 10 Peach. Is the Kardashians on it? Because they basically own Peach. That's their thing. It hasn't changed much, really, has it? In its... I think they've added Will and Grace and the Connors. Actually, for a while they had the posh shop frock. Hang on. The posh frock <laughs> shop on After Neighbours, which is up my alley immensely. They are mixing with the after neighbours slot a bit. See, you never know when it's going to be everybody loves Raymond, which is like living on a knife's edge, really. You've got to be, you got to have the remote at the ready. Yeah. You know what? As I age, I really like it. No, you That's because you're married to Raymond, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. And I also, no, I'm not. I think my husband's married to Raymond because my parents live next door. Oh God, that is a point. No, you're right. It's the Raymond and Deborah roles reversed. If mm. they were rebooting it now, it'd be all about Deborah. I already feel it's already about no, Deborah. Apparently they are doing some sort of – somebody is doing some what? sort of show but where how? it's about the classic TV trope of the schlobby husband and the, the hot wife from the hot wife's perspective. Uh, but is, say, she, yeah. is she going to be hot? I would like Sorry, hot the hot man. The hot put-together wife. I want to see the hot wife have the hot man, not the slobby man. Do we see that? Does that ever happen? Oh. I think um, Malcolm in the Middle was about the same level of attractiveness on both parents' oh, side. You know where it's happening, playing for keeps. Yeah, they're all hot. <laughs> 
Sister show. Yeah. It's got to be all hot people. It's Gossip Girl. It's yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, going back to Tempe, yes. doesn't that sound like, hey, that's the chicks station? Because the other channel, Channel One, one. which why would you get rid of One? It's like One. It's now called Ten Boss. It's like if you've got AAA Aardvark vacuum cleaner company or whatever. <laughs> You're not going to get rid of it. For Victor Victoria's vacuum cleaner company. Oh, dear. Even though that sounds great. That sounds great, actually. Yeah. I want to start um, one up. But also, I hate them now. I didn't even know about Boss because I don't spend much time on the free-to-air networks. Um, I don't spend much time watching television because I don't, I don't even have one. I just use my – no. Oh, you're, um, you're one of those, no, one of really those people. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I just watch – Screen um, time, wow. I just stream things a lot mm. and I, I don't really – yeah. I, I only ever watch free-to-air TV when I go to Anglesey and we don't have Foxtel down there yeah. or an internet connection. So I'm stuck watching things like Nine Life, which is fantastic, I have to say. I catch up on all my American um, DIY shows. <gasps> Do you know what I think I found on Nine Life the other day? Mm. Ultimate Factories – which was heaps mm. of fun. Yeah, yeah. It was so I'm down with that. I'd watch it. They went into a chip factory, like the yeah. Frito-Lay factory. Awesome. And took you from like spud to packet. That's right, life I'm going to look it up when I get home. Great Series time. link. Did they eat the chips? There, there was a guy in his hairnet standing there going, oh, this is a good Dorito. And Maybe his job is to test the chips. I don't think it was his job. I think he was just <laughs> enjoying the perk. Awesome. Our point is... We've got the Lady Channel, the Man Channel, Neighbours is on the Lady Channel. I feel like, yeah, we were in the middle of a boardroom brainstorm and they just put it straight to air. And I feel sorry for the poor schmucks down at Nunawadding on the Neighbours socials the day after the launch. They were all like, we're watching 10 Peach. And they looked look like it was a struggle to it's, get it, it out. It is a strong logo though. Hats off to 10 for their, their rebrand because they've had that same... T-E-N logo since the early 90s. Yeah, really strong rebrand. I really do love, yeah, the rebrand of the logo itself. I think it's lovely to have it streamlined across mm. all the channels and to have 10 play. And Apparently they're going to have a podcast network as well. 10 speak. Hello. Hello. Come to mama. Neighbourspod at gmail.com if you'd like to reach our marketing department. It's Her name's CJ. <laughs> Speaking of an overhaul, I've overhauled Patreon. I've just kind of tightened it up a bit. Because that needed a little refresh. Because the good thing, the thing about Patreon is you want to actually give out the perks and the rewards. Actually, you know, deliver. Yeah, deliver for our Patreons. Yes. So I've streamlined it. So instead of bloopers and outtakes, which we don't really do because we're that schleek. We don't. There's nothing to outtake. No. The main point is I just leave them in because they're fun, or defamatory, and that's why they go. So what we're going to do is just put straight up little bonus episodes on Patreon. The things that were called Nabites will now live on Patreon. So every now and then, when it strikes our fancy, and we might even delve into the archives of Erinsborough history. Mm, super exciting. What I've chucked up there right now as a free episode for anyone to go and listen to, you don't have to pay, patreon.com slash neighbourspod, is we recorded a special wedding-themed neighbours episode for two of our listeners, Jane and Paul, who just got hitched. Congratulations. As a wedding present, Jane asked us if she'd do a special podcast for her her now husband. And we said, that's a cheap present, sure. And we did it and they loved it and had a great time and and they're still married and it's all going well. And she said, it's just like when we weren't married, except now I wear jewellery. And she said I could share it. So I'm putting it up on Patreon just for free and everyone can listen to it. And that'll be an example of what the types of bonus episodes will be about. So They'll be themed. Have we asked them if they're having trouble with their, like, naming a goldfish so far? Or? <laughs> oh, man. 
Listen, an unmissable drama. I'm surprised that they are still on the same goldfish. Those things do not have a long lifespan. Have you seen the size of that aquarium? That fish is going to last for 50 years. It's huge. Is that how the fish live longer? Is that what well, you do? You, well, you know how like at the Royal Melbourne show, how you could buy like a goldfish in like a Tic-tac wine box. glass? Yeah. yeah, I've done that. Yep. Yeah, that's not why your fish recent. died. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, like decent sized aquarium. I'm pretty sure it's because I put it in a tank with a turtle. After. Oh, so you, you like used it as bait? <laughs> I mean, I didn't understand the circle of life. The circle of life. <laughs> Do you know why it's going to survive? Because it's living in a house with Mark Brennan who will clean it every second day. Oh, yeah. As, as called out as well. He said he was talking about. Oh, that's your uncle, and you know he's he's a fun guy, except when he's not. But you know he's going to keep your tank really clean. See, I had a micro sleep during that moment, as yeah. CJ likes to say. I've stolen that term from you. I apologize. I don't even know. But it's I was <laughs> micro sleeping when I said it. Um, yeah, I can't. The fact that there was a storyline about this. This is the ceramic. Yeah, the ceramic goldfish. David and Aaron's first big. Well, oh what, yeah. Hey, we haven't had a neighbours since they got married. Yeah. Okay. And this, this is, is where we are. Wow, Next Jesus. minute, goldfish dramas. And discussing possibility of children as well. Which is lovely. Which is but didn't we say early on that that's what would be the undoing of Chloe's yes. uh illness secrets. Yeah. Because either way, if she's a carrier or or whatever, you know, if she's gonna be the donor egg or the surrogate, Huntington's really gonna throw a spanner in the works either yeah. way. But Dr. Kathy said she could be the oven. Okay. Truth. And I think that's a nice way to do it. If she's mm. like, eh, my body needs one last rodeo. But she needs to tell some family members about this hunting since real soon. Hey, um, just as a public service announcement, if you don't follow April Rose Pengilly on Instagram, get on that shit in a hot moment because her stories are awesome. I can't because she's too beautiful. No, but she she actually like videos from her own couch her scenes on neighbors and, and then that. just like shrieks in the background with embarrassment when like they're kissing and you know yeah she's great i just i check in but i can't follow because she's too beautiful fair enough she is i mean like it's, league leagues leagues of beauty yeah, above it's like there's people. a the, i don't go on pinterest and pin photos of mansions because i don't want to be sad i'll just yeah. pin Oh, you haven't, you obviously haven't seen my Pinterest because I, I, I mean, she is beautiful, but like she brightens my feed. That's nice. Yeah. You can't go to my Pinterest at the moment because it's full of Christmas gifts of people for people. <laughs> we are, but this is the first time we've had a proper powwow in a while. So we're going to do, it's Tangent City. Just in case anyone was wondering, this podcast is about neighbours. <laughs> the final little bit about Patreon, I will just say we have two new patrons. Shout out to Samantha R and Sarah S who have just joined us at Dr. Carl level. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank uh, you. You can see the other levels at patreon.com slash neighbourspod. Now, let me just taking off the items of council business. You know the only other council business item I've got here? How is everyone? Aww, <laughs> How you guys thanks. been? How's Kate? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Baby Harold is now seven months old, in case anyone was taking note. He's delightful. And we took him out on a vlog the other day. We did. So that'll be up soon too on our YouTube channel, uh, probably as you're listening to this. I'm good. I don't really – I can't think of where I was emotionally the last time we recorded, but I feel like I'm in the same place. How are you, Vale? Um, we don't normally ask each other how we are, so I'm no. really just – It's just like – this is like Sonia's circle of trust <laughs> at um, EA. I got really inspired by B going to counselling and then immediately leaving it so I'm just really wanting to check in on everyone's emotions. Um, we all should do that in case uh, one of us okay? just stops going to counselling. Yeah, I have. I go to a psychologist just because neighbour seems to be afraid of that word just near me and they have a therapy cat 
in-house. I'm just so glad you found them. And it's just, it brings me so much joy to the point where I'm sharing my mental health issues and it's very poignant and serious and like me and the therapist are like both being very solemn and then the cat will just start eating her notebook and then I just start giggling and it's great. Everyone should have a therapy cat. I also have a psychologist and he doesn't have a cat. Um, I mean, he might at home. I don't know. But I, I think I've been since we've been on hiatus. Oh, great, great. Yeah, so that's good. And always check in with your mental health professionals, even if you're feeling good or even if your ex-boyfriend has ransacked the office and got your file. Hey, yeah. um, can go back. Vaya, can I just double check with you that you're not hallucinating the cat and he's really millsy, just Shit. showing through your Shit. records or eating Shit. your records? Oh, my God, that's why he's eating the notebook. <laughs> It's okay, my partner goes to the same clinic and he's seen the cat too. Maybe so, your partner's Milsey. <laughs> oh, hang on, no. This, isn't there a, a term for this, like folly adieu or something? Yeah, yeah folly adieu, crazy, crazy too. All right, that's all the business done. We've got to do some diving. Mm. We're going to do some shallow dives. Usually we do a deep dive on one episode. But what we're going to do is we're just going to do a little shallow dog paddle through all of the major story arcs. Sounds good. Please refresh my memory. <laughs> I've been trying to bleach mine, but okay. I'll so this is like a greatest hits album. Yeah. What you got here. We're back, baby. <laughs> we had tied up in a nice little bow the mystery of the death of Hamish Roach, who then became ham roast and then became boiled ham. It's bleak. And it turns out we had son of ham on hand. <laughs> son of ham. Casa roast. Who... Turned out to be the half-brother of Tyler Brennan. Tell you what, Hamros has got some fine genes. No, no, he hasn't got fine genes. He has rooted some hot women. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's science. Well, at least they're recessive, all of his genes. (laughs) But even you, like Cassius's mum, she seemed a fair bit younger than old Hamros. And unhinged. It's always older men with younger women on Neighbours. It's never the other way around. Oh, aside from when it's Tarage and Leo. Oh, yeah. I take it back. But also, like, crazy and hot together, which she was. Um, A good mix is... How's that though? I really liked the brotherly bond of Tyler like setting up the alley-oop, doing the coward gnoming of the father and then Casa Roast coming along and just slam dunking in with the choking him. And, and how much of a psychopath was he when he was going, oh man, I wish I could have done that. <laughs> like when he was talking to his dad just before he killed him. And poor old pipes rooted both brothers. So they released Tyler back into society, mm. even though he free to coward gnome again. Yeah, I mean, obviously I thought it was okay that he got released because that's who I am as a human. Soft on crime. Yep. Um, But so they released him with not much work on it, as in Cassius just said he he did it Mm -hmm. and then no one really checked into that. No. And the prison just opened their doors and, and out came Tyler, yeah, and, and basically. Who's, who's to say Cassius wasn't coerced into admitting this by the other Brembros? It's, I mean, it's feasible. He knew the other Brembros. Well, they could have said, we're going to, like, break your face unless you admit to this. Or Sheila, who was hovering over his bedside, mm. could have been like, I'm getting to get my frangers, mates. Oh. On to you. Mm. Or he was coerced by love to actually... Um, Admit to his crimes. Piper Piper made him admit to it. I still don't understand what, how he became so literate in all of this time. I don't know. Look, he likes a good book. Yep. Um, well, and someone had to get the smart genes out of him and Tiles. And it wasn't Tiles, really, was it? No. He likes to underline things so he can look them up later. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, so Tyler comes back. Old mate, Vea's husband, arranged for Cassius <laughs> to um, get beaten up in... Um, Prison. I just did an actual spit take. <laughs> and, 
Anyway, so Piper's dealing with the fact that Tyler's there and Cassius is there and she doesn't really – like the the bond's gone. Like those two – the chemistry's gone. It's just over. They just don't have it anymore. But like she's also lost track of her menstrual cycle. She yeah. has. She has. And, you know, that's no good. But also I don't think she slept with Tyler. I don't even think they maybe even tried to kiss and it didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so at least she would have known who the father was. So that's yeah. great. I, I feel like Tyler's had a bit of ugh, girl germs when he saw her. I mean, his hair was terrible. I was worried a few times when he opened his mouth to make some confessions to Piper. And he was like, look, I've got to tell you some stuff about prison. I'm like, oh, here we go. And he goes, I made friends with some bad people. I'm like, okay, that's what happens in prison. But also, Apples like- are a commodity. <laughs> Imagine if it was called 10 Apple. That's all I'm saying. <gasps> 10 Apple. Mm-hmm. It's prison currency. I think the word Apple is tra- so trademarked by the Beatles and they had like the argument with Apple about it. Oh, so yeah, never yeah, no. happen. And the Paltrow's. I just, obviously. I just thought of Ten Canoes. Wasn't that like a movie like a few years back? It was, yeah. It was yeah. a good one. <laughs> so Tyler decides that, you know, being in Melbourne's not for him. He's, you know, got all sorts of Nam flashbacks from the prison and he goes to live with mum in Adelaide. Where his prison was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... That means that the Brain Bros are free to chuck out the disgusting chair. And they, they did. Which they tried to do and David brought back into the family. Oh, David. Yeah, that means poor David has paid God knows how much money in storage fees to store that hunk of shit. Yeah. Valet green chair. So he's gone and really that couldn't suit Piper any better because now the awkward elephant's left the room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. On with life. Two birds, one stone. But- oh, hang on, no. Two birds, one gnome. One gnome. <laughs> We're back, guys. We're back. We needed a bit of a warm-up, but we got there. (laughs) But hats off to neighbours. You played the long game on that one. Yeah. You mofos. Oh, even like down to his extra work at the the Guy Fawkes night. That was a 12 months (sighs) of story. Hats off. Yeah, well done. I mean, plot holes being sewn up like they're in some sort of civil war infirmary. So there's no excuse for having people decide to leave and move into state in one day and pack up their whole lives and go. You guys, you can have them book those flights three months in advance. We know you're capable of this. Yeah. Also, well done because most television shows don't know if they're going to be on next year and there's always rumours that Neighbours won't be on next year, like just constantly, and clearly they know. Like clearly they're going to always be on forever. Yay. Thanks, Ten they, we have a friend who's moving to Queensland and it's taking her at least a month and a half to pack up her whole house and go, Sammy. She's moving to Queensland? Yes. Wow. Is I she? Yes. I didn't know that. To an, an island. That's fantastic. A lifestyle change. She's Hi a very, there, Sammy. She's a very good friend. <laughs> good friend. We should actually get her on the pod before she leaves. Oh, okay. Yes, we definitely yeah. should. All well, right. We've got a month and a half. Yes. Now, we're up to speed. We are leading up to the week ending Friday, 23rd November, 2018 culminating in episode 7980 memorable episode i got um i've got fetch now not i'm not on foxtel which has the numbers written so right i say them yeah i gotta kick things off with some evil millsy friend of the show rob millsy mills so good to see him back back yeah. in the fold i wish we'd got a few more episodes before he um went into a coma <laughs> went into a coma but i tell you what if you're gonna see anyone in a coma he's not a bad one to see and well we do get him in flashback slash hallucination form guys i don't want to cast aspersions on my son's paternity but my son is slowly growing into milsey's face (laughs) (laughs) wow look at the skin tone it's almost exactly the same and let's point out that kate's son is 
quote unquote Eurasian. Yes. So uh, yeah. I hope he gets Millsy's hair. That is a fine set of hair right there. It's beautiful. <laughs> All parts of Millsy are beautiful. Yeah. Go except back for the evil bit. Go back and listen to our episode with Millsy. He was a great time. There's a picture of him holding him, and we'll use that in the court case. Yes, holding baby Harold. Great coma acting. Great pantomime villain acting as well on the cliff. But hot damn, who knew Evil Millsy would become a terrorist? Yeah. He's become a terrorist. You know, for most of that episode, I thought he was B's hallucination. <laughs> that would be great, actually. I wouldn't mind that. And I actually wouldn't mind if it was just, yeah, like a, a like we were saying before, folly adieu, whatever it is. Mm. That, yeah, if it could just be this massive <sighs> hallucination on behalf of the whole, all of the, as my husband called them, the witches of Erinsborough. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Phil. I call them the Big Little Lies Club because mm. that's what this is. This is Big Little Lies. We've got Ellie as Reese Witherspoon, Susan as Nicole Kidman, B as Zoe Kravitz, Xanthi as Shailene Woodley. So we're like seriously using the word murder? I thought they were pretty little lies. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't take the time to think of who's was who, but I was, I was bored the crap out of me. Wait, I need to take time with who's who because I love that show too. Well, I love the first season. Hannah is Xanthi. Yeah. Aria. Ellie. Who else is there? The lesbian girl. Uh, um, Spen- no, no, uh, Spencer's last Emily. One. Emily. Emily is Emily, B. Yeah. Spencer is Susan. Yeah. And I guess Eva Millsy is A. Yeah, Eva Millsy <laughs> <laughs> um, But Because he does like to get into people's mail and personal documents and uh, stuff. He was super not okay. But I must say, I was in for all of that. All of Millsy poisoning people, going through files, getting the psych file. Awesome. It was a big file for not that many appointments. Um, B had some stuff to say. Yeah, she had some stuff. Like I, I've seen the size of my file, but it's like 10 years old. Same with mine because I got it when I relocated psychs. Yeah. And it was a big chunky manila folder. But word did, of advice. Did you ever read through it? Don't ever read through them. No, no. No good. Oh, did you get it in your home? Because I, they said we could either – Send it on or you can just take it. Oh, no. Don't take it. No, no. Just no. don't take it. No, I'm not moving Sykes. He's never allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> but I was for the, all of that. But the whole like breakdown when the girls got home, I just. Well, to walk it back a little bit, B, everyone's trying to figure out where evil Millsy has been. Finn Kelly, who's the abusive double crossing abuser. <laughs> Slash great teacher. <laughs> Really, yeah. just Mr. Holland's opus, those kids. Hey, look, he had a fine sense of um, personal grooming standards, which makes him stand out at Neighbours. Yep. Oh, sorry, in Erinsborough. Also, before him, Xanthi didn't care much for the academics. No. And he really changed that about oh, so her. It's all like bloody goodbye Mr. Chips here, isn't mm. it? She was going to be an Instagram model forever. Mm. And now she wants to study medicine. Doctor Instagram model. Hang on, was it Millsy that she was going to go to Hong Kong with? Yeah. Yeah, she boarded the plane. So there, because of reasons, because four seemingly intelligent, sensible women. No, you'd never call Susan that because how many times has she been lost in the bush? She's got to stop walking to the country on her own. Don't go out of bloody mobile range ever. It's just becoming more frequent. Like it used to be every couple of years she got lost in the bush and now it's just every few months. Yeah, I actually think she needs to probably need to go into like a locked retirement home at this point. She's got like some sort of dementia going on. Or at least one of those bells that they wear around their neck. A cat bell? (laughs) No, no, those ones that let off a siren. (laughs) She just needs to carry a flare in her handbag. Yeah, Yeah, good idea. Can I ask you girls, when was the last time your phone went out of range? 
It happened to my husband last week when he went to Malmesbury. Where's Malmesbury? I don't know. For the north of Collington. For our international friends, can you paint a picture of where that region would Uh, be? It's in the countryside, probably only an hour from Melbourne. But even then, that surprises me. He would have to have not been in Malmesbury itself. It would have been like in like a farm area outside of Malmesbury. Probably. Or just a story he told you when his phone was off. I know I was tracking him because now I can track him. Yeah. We'll fix that problem. Okay. There's like one supermarket in South Yarra underground and if I go in there I lose signal. It's really annoying because that's when you want to like ask your partner if we need milk or whatever Mm. and you can't. Mm. Mm. But that's the only time my phone goes out of signal. I can be on the internet the whole way to Anglesey which is an hour and a half down the coast. That's the thing. Even if you can't ring someone you could probably – Facebook messenger someone and go call the fuzz, we're in trouble. I don't know. Look, geography is a very fluid place in Erinsborough because, I mean, Chloe was able to walk from the snowfields to Robinson's Heights. That was a strange little situation. And suddenly, and these guys were all up in like the man from Snowy River Territory with Millsy. And, <laughs> and also, why would anyone own a cabin where you can't get the internet? I don't know. It, that is truly nightmarish, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you know. Like not having it at your beach house is one thing. But you, if you needed to get it, you could. Oh, I've got 4G. Exactly. There you go. It's, it's not that I don't have it. It's that I have to pay for it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if you decided to move there, because that's what could happen at one's cabin. Yeah, yeah. You would just, just... I'd go to the, the phone line out the front and say, can you put a connection to our house? Yeah. And then that would be it. Mm, it's probably got the NBN down there. The point is these four women with all their wits about them went off into the wilderness without alerting the authorities that, hey, we're worried about one of our friends slash family members slash victims of crime. We're all, they're all victims of Finn's crimes. No one's going to raise the flag. to one. It's not like any of, any of them goes out with an ex-cop or anything. You know what? I don't want to victim blame, but at that point with that, when they left without telling anyone, I was just like, oh, well, you got it coming to you. In America, Benson would have gone with them and then the, laid the smackdown and everything yeah. would have been fine. Yeah, but they would have been two hours behind Benson. She would have sorted it all out. She would have had the SWAT, SWAT vest on. <laughs> They're like, you're the lieutenant. You don't have to do any footwork anymore. She's, She's like, like, I got this. It's fine. Just sit down, boys. <laughs> I got it. So like Big Little Lies Series 1, Finn topples to the ground and four women stand above him and we don't know what's gone down. They have now kept this secret about what happened. They didn't tell the authorities that they were on site when he went over the cliff. Which actually, to be honest, I've been watching a lot of Ambulance and um, it's sister program on Channel 9, Paramedic. And I love it. that They get the ambulance out and like they go from Essendon near us to like snowy mountain country and it's like a 20-minute helicopter ride. Oh, like sweet. So they, they can get places really quickly. Like that's like a good three, four-hour drive to do that. Been a lot of helicopters circling near my joint lately and that's because I'm uh, pretty much near a terrorist hotspot now. So, uh, oh, yeah. you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a gun yeah. through recently. With the guns close? Look, Vaya, are you getting radicalised? Uh, I actually feel quite safe because I They're just, always about. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like I'm not the problem. <laughs> no, you're not. No. And most of the people you live around are not the problem. No. no. You know what I've got to say, though? The episode we've just watched this evening, I welled up. I had tears in my eyes when poor Susan Kennedy was confessing that she essentially knocked Finn over the cliff, we think. We still not. 100% sure on the details. She's just confessed. It was me. I pushed Finn off the cliff. So this is where we um, <laughs> diverge, Vaya, because I think she's dodgy as fuck. If that was the 
case, they should have admitted it straight away. Covering up like that just says to me, no, I'm not getting the full story here. I'm far less inclined to believe that it was an instinctive act. I can't believe the police haven't brought this up yet, but she's got form. Because didn't she run, who did she run over with her car when she was having a spell? Oh, was it Pipes? No, years and years ago. Like she got arrested and had to become a newspaper person. (laughs) I was thinking of, didn't, didn't she euthanize her mother too? Quite possibly. And didn't, she's not against the murdering. And also <laughs> Ellie's run Millsy down with her car too. That's true. But yeah, so they all come home and they're not coping with their guilt at all. Oh my God. Harden the fuck up, ladies. Yeah. A, did that really frustrate you? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I actually have been doing a lot of fast forwarding lately to catch up to where we I needed to be. Mm. And I have been doing a lot of Neighbours in the Background while I complete other tasks. It's a good way to go. It's a great show for that. Can we just point out that this year alone, Susan has run over Izzy? Oh, great. Oh, good. Yeah, thanks. I I thought you were going to say she's been lost in the bush three times this year, which I think think she she has. has. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, if you remember who she did try to kill, which rings a bell, let us know. Maybe Tourism Victoria has got a spono with Channel 10 Peach saying, we're sick of tourists coming here and getting themselves lost in the bush. Can you put some cautionary tales to air? And they're like, we got it. Yeah, we're going to send Susan out every 15 minutes. Off you go. And she always has an MS meltdown. I can't believe she didn't have one out on this trip. Oh, and she normally has um, half a bottle of water. Never a full bottle. Hang on, going back to the MS, can we just have a sidebar here? Which, if you're on Neighbours Council, you will have seen that I posted that CJ and I took our children to a restaurant where they were selling durians. And we made our children try durian. We didn't. We we didn't. But no. But that's okay. Anyway, my dad choice. My dad was asking me about that because he saw the photo and I was like, oh, okay. Is your dad a member of the Neighbours no, Council? No, he's not, but he saw okay. it anyway. We need to tighten up the security <laughs> on <laughs> okay. Facebook group. And so then I got into explaining the whole Durian storyline to them and I was like, so Susan has MS and her husband tried to blame his Durian smuggling to um, Aquis on her having crapped herself due to her MS. And the look of just horror and yeah, just being generally appalled on my parents' faces just really said it. We've got Stockholm Syndrome with neighbours. This is all normal to us. And it's it's just not right. It's not. No, that's why we needed a little reprieve. Okay, Millsy, in the midst of all of this, has been putting cyanide through the vents of the school of Erinsborough High. Amazing. I don't know where he got it from. It's obviously easy. The dark room. Oh, okay. Oh, I missed that. Okay. The, the What's, art room's <laughs> photography lab. Hang on. They've got film cameras? Wow. What's happened to their budget? Do they not have bloody DSLRs there? Our school had film cameras but because they were doing arty shit. But yeah, was... but, but we had them as well. But that was 20 years, years, years ago. ago when That's the, why. The, you know, digital cameras yeah. were like pixels. So I didn't really understand what he – so has he been doing this all along? Has this been a slow burn? I so think he's been doing it since his return. Okay, all right. How did he get in – oh, Jesus I can't even. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And obviously cyanide's easier to come by than bloody codeine as well. (laughs) We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, But so what's – have people got sick? A few people went home with what they thought was the flu. A little Kershey had Oh, is that why they're all sick? Oh, I get it. I just thought there was a cold going around in that audience. (laughs) That's what they thought. But then they realised it was poison. And then it was going to be um, set up near the school hall where the graduation was about to appear. He was going to take out the whole student body. Which is pretty fucking bad. Like, that's like Jim Jones level (laughs) of of execution. Terrible Millsy. There'd be like podcasts about him. Like true crime podcasts about this guy. There'd be a case file on Evil Millsy. Oh, my God. Look, I'm up for it. I'm getting goosebumps imagining case file. (laughs) Collab. 
It gets worse. The keys that were found at the cabin, one of them is the key to the photography darkroom at the school. It seems as though Finn made enough solution for a number of unopened canisters which he left in the air vents above. Can I just say I loved the detective they've brought in to interview all the girls after Susan confessed. And then B, I love this moment where B was like, you're like a mother to me. I mean, shade to Pippa from home and away. But but you know, but, but not really because she was a terrible mother yeah, to her. Terrible. But also like she's only liked Suze for about three months. Mm. But that being said, like she lived on the streets for some time. So she, yeah. she's got a roof over her yeah. head, this old lady that feeds her. I mean, it's nice. Kills people for her. The detective is a NIDA graduate. And it's his time to shine. He's not having any of Susan's garbage, is he? <laughs> Thank God. Why were you there? To finish off the job you started on the cliff, perhaps? Come on, that's outrageous. What exactly happened on that cliff top, Mrs Kennedy? Susan, I'm advising oh, you not to answer any more questions. Maybe I could have done more. Maybe I could have run away. Maybe I could have called for help. You mean after you pushed him? He had his arm around B's throat. He was going to kill her. So you tried to kill him instead? You are out of Everything you done to your family? Wanted Finn Kelly dead? Susan, yes, don't answer yes, that question. Yes, in that don't. moment I wanted Finn Kelly dead. At this rate, I'm a little worried. You guys, we always talk about that that primary school that went viral, literally, because a few parents were anti-vaxxers. And um, what did you guys nickname it? Oh, Chickenpox okay. Primary. Yeah. yeah, Chickenpox Primary. Imagine living near Erinsborough High. The, it burnt down and then the kids all got cyanide poisoning. What would you nickname it? You know, I, I'd be doing Google searches on, like, what sort of remediation they need to do to the building that now the walls all have cyanide in them. You know why we don't have a real estate agent cast member? Yeah. Because no one's selling property there based on school margins. <laughs> zones. Both. So in my area, the school is well regarded. Well, we're, we're both zoned for the same high school. We are, yeah. Mm. And it's written on every real estate mm. sign. You live zoned. in the zone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, well, we can't move there. It's Susan Kennedy's school of hell. No, everyone's moving. Death school. I, I Stuff chickenpox primary used to just be death school. Yeah. Yeah, you move because you want to go to Eden Hills Grammar. That's why you move to that area. No. And so you can catch the bus there. (laughs) I'm just flummoxed by this entire Evil Millsy scenario. One cute thing is Mark Brennan is now Nancy drawing it around the place. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sick of that man. Just stop. Just stop. Just be a mechanic. Drop yes. the debt, stick to the mech. Yeah. I, uh, I want to see him go back to be a police officer. But I, I, He's such an earnest, annoying I'm man. happy for him to solve crimes. I just want him to keep his mechanic job while he solves them, like a proper yeah. society detective, like Miss Fisher. Also, there's probably a lot of secrets in the cars, Mark. The thing Ooh, is... Yeah, like, like the keys on Amazing. <laughs> you know what? Like Miss Fisher and Poirot, you know what they've got in common? They're right and they solve crimes. That man is none of those, none of the above. He's like, I'm, I'm going to be like Angela Lansbury on my bicycle. Yeah, but you've got to get, you've got to get the right killer mark. No red herrings, thank you. Also, Susan, by the way, she admitted what she'd done to Mark, and then Mark was like, well, "We've got to go to the police." And then later on, Carl says, "I don't think you should have gone to the police. That was stupid." Mm. And I'm so with Carl. And I'm so with what is everyone doing lawyering, lawyering up with Toad Fish Rebecca? Oh, man. A, he doesn't like corporate win. lawyer? He doesn't win. No, they, no they fee. Need, he, the bloody Brennan should have sued him for the absolute bullshit of Tyler's conviction where he was basically convicted because they, he couldn't get a barrister on his day in, in court when they should have got it like a, whatever it is, an adjournment or a, some sort of stay until they could brief a new barrister. Anyway, bloody sub and report him to the... Law council. You know what I want? 
I'm done with Tim Collins for now. I want Tyco. a sassy lady lawyer to come in and just take some names, win some cases, put Rebecca Law to shame. Do you want her in like a barrister's week as well? Yeah, are you going to sell me Marta Dusseldorp? No, no, no. I was thinking she'd be probably a member of the Sharma fa- family. You know who it could be? Like Imogen <gasps> could come back. Imagine that. She's probably 100%. got five law degrees by now. 100%. Imogen, Willis, come back to yeah. us, represent leave, our people. Leave your yoga studio, come back to Erinsborough. And your um, uh, fan- and your himbo husband. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'll, I'll look it up later. No, I'm mixing up real life and... Oh, no, I meant Daniel Robinson. <laughs> oh, him. Okay. Oh, she does. Actually, she has a very picturesque boyfriend too. It makes sense. IRL. Okay. Evil Carrie Armstrong. Discuss. Oh, Kate. Kate. Okay. Oh, my God. Remember back in the day when we were spitballing who Ma Brennan should be played by? And yeah. I was just like, Carrie Armstrong, 100%. Actually, that's an outtake on our Patreon feed. It's us running through all the possible Ma Brennans. Well, it should have bloody well been Carrie Armstrong. She is beautiful. She looks like Chloe Brennan. She looks like she'd feasibly be the mother of the, the Bren Bros. However, she does also look a lot like Madeline West. It's good casting in that respect. That's, this is what happens when you cast an attractive woman. She's, they're, they're all of the other attractive people. Or this, go, is, well, I can or see this is where you cast white people all the time. They all look like each other. Yeah. Kez. So as per use, Tony and Sonia are having childcare issues. Oh, my God. Can you even? No. Because so CJ and Kate, obviously parents of the neighbors, not joint parents, separate parent families. The neighbors. Okay, so winding back, Nell should have been in her first year of school this year, but they decided to go to America for a few months. Yes, but even before that, she was. They were actually discussing her having another year of kinder, and they just never resolved that. Like mm. her kinder teachers were like, she'd probably benefit from another year, so, and they just didn't oh. ever decide to re- pursue mm. that. Probably because they weren't going to get funding. That was going to cost them heaps of money. I very much feel like the situation they have is more of an occasional care situation because yes. nothing. It is so weird and full of plot holes, this whole childcare situation. Yeah. So they went to America for a while. Yeah. And what would happen normally in a childcare centre is that you would continue paying your childcare fees while yeah. you're on holidays. Stiff shit, but they hold the, the place for you. Yeah, and you can come back anytime because they're mm. holding the place for you. Yeah, they, they've just done easy street. They look after one less kid for that time. But the yeah. penny-pinching Rebeccas withdrew their fees, I guess? No, but because they're going to get their spot back because miraculously there must be another child who needed their spot on the exact times they were away. This see, it, that's it doesn't even it's not even feasible. And Piers, where's Judith, who was their proper nanny for ages and ages? Whenever they're like, "Where's Nell? She's being with, cared for by Judith today." Why not just get some people, more people, in to work at the nursery and Sonia actually care for the children in that time? But also, like, I love how like bougie they are, where they think they can have a nanny. Like, they're so expensive. But yeah, are but they the, even paying? No, I don't think so. Oh, terrible people. She just wants to live there and kill them. But why um, not get an au pair? Because you really can um, rip them off. And then you could like, see, they could get in a hot au pair who then provides a bit of backpacker action as well. Nanny Alice, who on the promos, Ten Peach was billing as the nanny from hell. And to me, the nanny from hell is a nanny that probably like... Put cigarette burns on your child. Yeah, preaches to them about bad religions and um, or like just oh, racist things. The, the yeah. worst... The, one of the worst things I've seen her do to Nell is actually just handed the iPad and say, hey, this is going to be your best friend today. And I thought, hey, that's just standard parenting, isn't it? <laughs> actually, she's not the nanny from hell. She's just a straight up crim. I must say. So she has a different voice for when she's Nanny Alice. Which then- would make me want to stab my eardrums if I had to listen to that voice yeah, all day. It's, totally. it's hard, yakka. 
Yes, I know, which means I can make you something delicious for dinner. Mm. Oh, it'll be fantastic after all that terrible Andrea business mm. you've had to deal with. I don't know how they're living with her, but anyway, it's not a big house. That's the, almost the whole reason I could never get an au pair because my house is too yeah, small. Yeah. I, I couldn't cope with just, hi, let's be in each other's face. Yeah, you need night. a granny flat. And then she's got her normal voice. Yeah, hi, it's me. No, I'm okay. It's Carl's wife. She's in, I don't know, some kind of trouble. Toadie is worried. I know, he's so lovely. He's perfect for you and your butt. Which is rough as guts. Yeah, and I love her so much when she's like that. But here's the funny thing about that is Madeline D. Andrea slash special appearance by Madeline West does the same thing. Have we pointed out that she is Andrea's mum? No, you can do that now. She's Andrea's mum. Yeah. Okay. Bop, so bop, bop, bop. she's – but their mother and daughter, we don't really still know if it's D, Andrea, D. Oh, man. Look, there's still there's still hope there, isn't there, Vaya? It's I feel like it's the old stop dragging my heart around, neighbours. Like you just I – th- I think it, it's, it's gone. possible. No. Okay. Here's the deal. What could have happened is that, um, yeah, D's washed up on shore somewhere. OG, Andrea – died or pissed off somewhere and left Willow in the care of Nanny Crazy. And Dee's lost her memory. Nanny Crazy goes, oh, you're my daughter, Andrea. It's like my sweet Audrina all over again. So she's been gaslit into thinking she is Andrea. And she probably has been reading Flowers in the Attic, Virginia Andrews, because she's been lacing the biscuits with arsenic. Yes. See, see, it's all there. But yeah, so that's why she can remember so much. All these little bits are popping back in her memory and she just thinks she's a good, being a good actor, being D. But no, she really is D. But she's being brainwashed to think she's Andrea. By to Kelly play Armstrong. That she's D. This is brilliant. Look, I want you to have your dreams, Kate. <laughs> but there's no way that two women can have the same face and voice in one space. I mean... In our reality, there's not. Like in this real world we live in. But we're in the reality where the prisons open their doors <laughs> and just say, see ya, Tiles. Have a nice time. Say hi to Pipes. <laughs> oh, did you want a Granny Smith or a Traveller? <laughs> Traveller. <laughs> I want to say, though, D. what's her name? Special appearance. Andrea. Andrea. Can we just call her Madeline West? Madeline West. Special appearance by Madeline West and Kerry Armstrong. No. Uh, Nanny Alice. Nanny, Nanny Alice. Why, why don't we call her Pumpkin? Pumpkin. That's what Nanny that, Alice that's calls how her. how she's listed in the phone. The thing is, they're both such great thespians. They're so good at acting because they're rough as guts by day. But then when they're putting on their cloak and dagger persona, mm. they can put on airs and graces. And that's hard to do. Can I just say, we need Ramsey Street spin-off set in a prison. Suze is going to be there. Nanny Alice, uh, D, she's going to be there. All Steph of them. will come back. It's just going to be like a prisoner reboot and not like one of a classy Wentworth spin off. It's going to be like old school prisoner. Like in the old days, there's going to be wobbly walls. There's going to be like grey denim uniforms and there's going to be no violence, really. And, and you know what would be great if Sheila could be the warden just to ch- change it up? You know how whenever they show old footage of Prisoner, there's always the steam press, right? Yeah, always. And somebody's getting like horrific burns on yeah. the steam press. You know who that person was? Yeah, Colette. No. It was Kerry Armstrong getting her hands pressed because they all right. thought she murdered a child. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cares. She's looking mm-hmm. a million bucks. Go. But w- what could have been great is if we weren't in on the joke, if we weren't in on the scam. So if they just had this nanny come in and we're like, she's a bit weird. She's a, a couple of sheep loose in the no, top paddock. They've only just done that identical storyline with bloody Carl's sister. But also they did it with D. They did it with. Everyone who's come to town, 
No, but like Magda came in as this absolute whack job oh, and yeah. then like weeks down the line it turned out, oh, I'm actually a really rich woman and I'm just trying to put you off. But also didn't they just – every few weeks someone comes to town and pulls the wool over the Rebecca's eyes. It's true. This time last year a woman came in and said, I'm your wife and then took $100,000 from you. Because so a daughter could and, go to pilot and school. And tried to play the scrape, scrape, scrape game with your toddler and not one year later you're like, come on in. Stranger who I haven't done a police check for and who doesn't have a working with children check. And and Sonia recently had Cassius working for her oh too. Oh, my God. Um, Stop trusting criminals. Stop <sighs> it. And if you're going to, maybe there's a government program you could get on where you're providing people with, um, you know, out-of-prison work or something. Mm, that's really mm. beautiful, actually. I like – I love that At idea. At the nursery. Remember when Paul, um, you know, was very sad and he went and worked to the nursery and without wore, getting paid? He wore a beanie. Yeah. Remember when Josh – Pistora Josh was on the chain gang and he had to pick up rubbish in the oh, yeah. forecourt? Didn't help him really, did it? <laughs> but Sonia could run a mean out-of-prison program. She would the- be – Oh, in our spin-off, Sonia would be doing a bit of outreach work, wouldn't she? Social worker. Because also yeah. she put Junkie Erin up to some pub work. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How can I forget it? <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's the thing. We know from Day Dot because she keeps having secret loud conversations like, hey, hello, my daughter, Madeline West. I am here trying to swindle the Rebeccas again so that I can reunite you with your son. She picks up baby Hugo going, um... Call me grandma. <laughs> but then she's going, I'm going to crush up pills into her biscuits or whatever. Like she's, it's like, lady, just tone down the pantomime. Just, just, just do. At least don't do it in the same house. But the audience is in on the secret. So there's zero suspense. We're like, well, soon they'll find out. Oh, you know what we can thank Nanny Alice for? She killed Lyra. She oh, did. Yeah. The bloody Google home. Knock off. By the way, how terribly sad is it how trusting Nell is with people? Poor Nelly. Isn't there a psychology term for that? Is that reactive? uh, Some sort of like where kids adopted from Romania have it where they don't have any attachment to any adult. Wow. It's it's basically, well, actually probably Callum should have had that too, seeing he wasn't raised. I by. just really want Judith to come back for Nell. I just really want that. Did we ever see Judith? Or was she like Margie? We never saw her, but she's out of work now, isn't she? I'll tell you what, Suze will be out of work, so Suze can take over when Nanny Alice gets the arse in a week right. or two. Also, isn't the first thing you do when you have a child, a small child, tell them not to keep secrets? So how is Nell keeping all these secrets that, who looked after you today? Oh, Nanny Alice for the whole day? Wouldn't she say, and then Cousin Yashvi came over and we played? Yeah, like when she said Mummy's in bed with Mark. Yeah. She sings like a canary, that kid. Yeah, that was only a few months ago, really. No, you wouldn't actually, you wouldn't come home and you go, oh, who looked after you today? You wouldn't say that because you'd assume that it was Alice. And if little Nell was saying about how she was playing with Yashvi, they'd be like, Oh, yeah, well, Yashvi was over anyway, helping do the chores, like clean Toadie's toilet or whatever. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were um, on camera for Kate to have realised what she just said and went, ooh. <laughs> Grossed herself out mid-sentence. <laughs> I just think we've seen some crims very recently. Finn, stellar performance because he could convince an entire town that he was a different man named Patrick. Dakota with the diamonds and the coffee beans, whatever that scam was, people mm-hmm. fell for it. I, I mean, eighty percent of the cast have been to prison. I mean, not cast, sorry, yeah. the characters. Fifi Box had had a few Tupperware style parties. Had, look, Randy Street is just one parade of con women, and and that's I guess that's the deal. If you're a guest star for three months, that's what your job you're, is. If you're a man, you're going to be an abusive manipulator. Mm-hmm. And if you're a woman, you're going to be a grifter. So, I mean, I, I, I miss the days of Fifi Box and her fake, fake jewellery when I see Nanny Alice, though. 
Me too. Imagine if Fifi Box and her like rip-off jewelry had been here at the same time as Bloody Pierce Grayson and the world's biggest ruby. Oh man. I did think of her a few times when I saw that. CJ, I'd like to have a moment with you talking us through our favourite guest star of recent times. Well, he's only got better with age. Yeah. Salt and pepper. Well, um, Silver Fox or Grey Fox. Oh, Grayson Fox. Grayson Fox. <laughs> so he was bachelor number one in Australia. Yeah. Bachelor Tim. Yeah. And he is still with Anna. And the first bachelor of all seasons ever is always a nice guy because he doesn't, because the douches haven't come in. Yeah. For their moment in the sun yet. But also he doesn't even know. Like he kind of, I guess, would have known the show from America, but they don't really know what's no. going to happen. Aussie guys don't watch that. I mean, their friends might have told them. Yeah. But um, anyway, so he's still, they're still in love and they're, I don't know. So did married. you watch it? I watched that and the last one. Yeah, because I, I watched the Tim season and yeah. then I watched the Crazy Alley season because I loved Crazy Alley. So the girl that came number two in the race for Tim's heart. Um, she's been the most re- recent Bachelorette. Better known as Crazy oh, Eyes Alley. Really? Yeah. I didn't know she that. She's my favourite. Because like, I've heard it being talked about a lot. I didn't realise she was from that season. Yeah. She, she's a girl after my own heart. She fell in love with him after 40 seconds of, because he was dreamy and nice. And, and very attractive. Yeah. When I say I watched Alley's season, I watched like five minutes and then I would read the snarky recaps. But the greatest thing about Tim's season is Anna – yeah. The beautiful lawyer that he chose. As who, was, who was about to have her own TV show next year. They are married now. Yeah. Success story. Super in love. Did you see on April's Insta stories when she was at the races and had a photo with Anna saying that she wanted Anna on to be Chloe's love interest instead yeah. of um, Tim? Clap it in. Yeah. What a match. Tim and Anna are essentially a Disney couple. However, Grayson... Not so much Disney. It's, it, I mean, just give it up with the Fifty Shades illusions. Like it's like that's five years ago. He buys Chloe. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, that's well, actually, yeah, that, that's the pretty pretty woman spin, which is what was that nineteen ninety? Like yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, but also the the Me Too revolution has come since then. Mm. So I'm not sure. I never loved this Chloe Cash for Company story anyway. Oh. Because if she was going to be an escort, I wanted her to be an escort, right? And this ridiculous thing and also Ali being like her, you know, you've got to do your passion. Talking like I just I'm sick of Ellie's moralistic judgment. So Ellie, it's exam season. We should not have seen you this last month. You should be helping those year twelve kids learn their great expectations quotes for the English exam. And what's the one rule for Aaron Sparrow? Never take love life advice from a, one of the saddest bitches in Erinsborough. <laughs> also, we all know teachers. Have you ever heard Ali talk about how she's got to work on reports? If you know a teacher, that's all they talk about. It's report season now too. Yeah, and she should be doing that. I can't see. I tried to have lunch with a friend on last Sunday who's a teacher, a friend of the show, Jelly. I'm like, oh, do you want to do something today? She goes, um, my partner's got me on a tight schedule. I can see you before 9am or after 6pm. Other than that, I'm doing reports. And you're like, I'm not so into yeah, before nine. I'll catch you in a couple of weeks, Jill. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Grayson comes to town. I don't know why. Paul's got him in to talk about wine or something. Chloe takes an immediate liking to him and, I mean, who wouldn't? It's two conventionally attractive people in each other's orbit, which is what I wanted for her and Ned. Also he's filthy rich, which would add a frisson to the uh, yeah. <laughs> situation. If it wasn't for the Huntingtons, he would have been all sorts of the best for her. But he noticed that she wasn't that into having a relationship. So he said, that's no worries. I'll just buy you. 
and he bought her. Yeah. And oh, he picked up a, a business card and thought, oh, this, this is obviously her. Oh, how disgusting. And the other thing is is that he pressured her. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't okay. Like she, there was this bravado that she was making the decisions and she may have decided some things but she was definitely pressured. She was looking really uncomfortable yeah. towards the end there and I don't know if it's a combination of this being probably his first acting job or if it was written this way but I don't know if all the lines were delivered so forcefully maybe they wouldn't have come off that way. Maybe. but It just seemed wrong town. I don't think it was a character we were meant to like. But I just did because he's got that oh, no. big beautiful smile. It's very hard not to. And he did take his clothes off a bit. But she never really wanted to love it. Like she, she's a free spirit. Yeah, she, she doesn't want this. Uh, the story kind of existed just so all the men could kind of have a go at her and then all the women could be like, her body, her choice, assholes. You know what? Chloe has sold her body to pay back old Ma Brennan, who was then gone and bloody blowing that money on taking deadbeat freaking Tyler to Thailand? Get fucked. That, that would... If I had done that, if I had crossed a a moral line to pay my mother back money, I would be shat off to the nth degree that she'd spend it on my deadbeat brother. At least shell out for an extra seat on the plane for yourself. But also, like, you can get a Thailand package for, like, (laughs) $13.99. P.S. Why is Yashvi saving three grand to go to Bali? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. One, Thailand. Would you take a bloody guy fresh out of prison to Thailand? <laughs> no. He is going to be off his nut on drugs and then end up in a bloody Thai prison, which is no picnic. Secondly, Yashvi, schoolies, Bali. I'm a parent. CJ, you're a parent. Could you think of anything more terrifying than your underage child going overseas no. to Indonesia, no less, where they jail people for the most minor drug offences? In fact, when I was oh pregnant, my God. My, my and I found out I was having a boy, which was tough for me, my husband said, he's going to go to schoolies and try and hook up with girls. Like that was one of the things he said. <gasps> and I said, absolutely not. He can go skiing in Switzerland with his good friend Trevor or whatever. <laughs> like I was like, there is no way that is happening. I just saw footage on the news of drunken kids on schoolies and I'm not letting my child cross state lines. <laughs> During no. end of year. No. Much like Yashvi, um, baby Madge will be going down Torquay way. Yeah, she can stay <laughs> at the family house. Yeah, exactly. With well, with her good friend Sarah. That's what well, that's what we did. We stayed at a friend's family home in that area. And but possibly some bad things happened? Um, there was a lot of consumption of the alcohol and all the couples stayed in tents out the back and all the single people stayed inside. Nice. And you got the better end of the deal good, there. Yeah. yeah, it was – you did not want to go near those tents, I'll tell you that for free. Ooh. That was my husband. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Would have been bloody cold though. Summer. Well, see, so your husband really wanted your son to have the schoolies he wished he had, which wasn't in a tent on the Victoria's southern coast. With a ball and chain. (laughs) Well, he's not. I'm going to get him a ball and chain (laughs) and make sure it doesn't happen. Don't go to bloody Indonesia though. Look, I love Indonesia. Just don't go there with the. the Don't send your idiot child there who will break the law. And then your child's, I'm sorry, see you you in 20 years, love. Yashvi has a good 20 years of footy trips there. She doesn't need to go now. Well, that's the problem. She thinks she's thrown it all away because she had a bad drafting audition or whatever you call it. I I need Beck. But she's in the AFLW anyway. It's not not like go to university. You need a backup plan because it's not a professional league. Or like audition for a different sport for a while. Like how many Australian athletes, like Elise Perry, who's like a cricketer and... A soccer player. <laughs> well, how about like the is it Lydia or something who's who was like the started off doing something else and then became a ski jumper. 
Exactly. She had like a summer sport mm-hmm. and a winter sport. Um, Kari Webb would have become a cricketer, but she said there was more money in golf at the time. Or I think there probably still is. Like the rest of them, just be a commentator. <laughs> Yashvi has a lovely, um, yeah, you know, on is this, sorry, on Chris vibe. Yeah, yeah, and Chris she Maya. could start a sports blog. I'm so Vaya Pashos, are you getting all this sports knowledge from your hard quiz research? Because it feels like you've got it from somewhere. No, it's actually from playing for keeps. Um, Beck and CJ trained me up, so I know things. How like... do you know thing about things about cricketers and golfers? That, that oh, sorry, you're right. I do. I write quiz questions, <laughs> and I'm always trying to sneak um, subtle feminism in without anyone noticing. So I'm often just writing questions like Elise Perry. Is an Australian champion in cricket and which other sport? Ooh. So people might not know Elise Perry's name, but they can say a sport. Well, there yeah. you go. So I've yeah. delivered her CV, her impressive stats, with very little effort for the contestant. Wonderful. And the more right that like they are, the better, right? Yeah, because yeah. if I just said who's won, which uh, athlete represented Australia name, in cricket and Name a soccer, female sports person. People will be like, oh. And they're like, I don't know, but do girls play sport? And then, Deleted. Yeah. So this is how you get questions on air and learn, and educate the public. Mm, good work. So there's various hidden feminist agenda. Yeah. Which is becoming very much not so hidden in my workplaces and um, I need to come up with a new shtick basically. Just <laughs> put a boy question in every now and then. Yeah, all right, okay. Token boy questions. Yeah, which man played a sport? <laughs> all men. And then that's it. <laughs> that is essentially everything I had on my agenda. Oh, good. To cover off. We've caught up. Oh, hang on. One thing that m- made me just... <laughs> was... Birth oh, kittens? I, I can't... Yeah, I think it was either on... I think it was Thursday's episode or Friday. I watched them both today, so I can't remember. Bloody... When Ellie and Detmek would talking and he's like oh man i would have dubbed you in if i'd known about it and she's like i can't believe you do that i'm like bitch this is the guy who arrested his bride on their wedding day you cannot trust mark brennan with affairs of the heart in fact kate if you were in ellie's shoes you would have like a gif of that moment of Paige getting handcuffed by him on her wedding day and just send it to him anytime he tries to jack up about exactly and stuff Look, they're perfect for each other because they're both basic idiots. Basic bitches. Who do you have more sympathy for out of the two of them in that relationship? Who? Which team are you on? You have to choose a team. Ellie. Yeah. I think I'm on Detective Mechanics. So He's I... a dreadful person. <laughs> but CJ often, Kate, CJ often speaks for the <laughs> masses. You know, we are in the minority. She's an apologist of abusive <laughs> men. Pistori, Josh. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think he arrested his bride on their wedding day. He's just been through he a lot. He was going to dob Ellie into the cops when he wasn't going to dob in Susan. I know, but I think he's got some trauma from his fiance dying in his arms. Oh, I forget about that. And all these other things. Well, that he wants to punish when... every other woman he encounters. No, I just don't. Or think bore he's them to death. Totally put together anymore. <laughs> Mark, I think, has very cute moments when they treat him as a comedy character. Like when they get him drunk and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm all awesome. for that. Yeah, me too. Well, maybe they need to just make turn him into Joe Mangle. I'd much prefer him as that. What take where, CJ and I aren't across Joe Mangle. What does he do? What well, did he do? Look, hey, I, to be honest, Puffy's probably your latter day Joe Mangle in terms of there's a bit of homebrew involved. There's a bit of a larrikin Aussie bloke. You know how um, random people become friends. Like sometimes Gary and Toadie go fishing. I'd love it if Puffy and Mark struck up an unlikely friendship, odd couple style, and ha- got up to hijinks. You know what we haven't Except talked about? Except then bloody Mark could dob him into the cops, it, it, drop of a hat. We haven't talked about the fact that Paul's fallen apart. Oh. Mm. 
All right, that's okay. That well, is a big plot line. I have been devastated for Paul. His family members have all betrayed him. I'm, I'm, I'm done with his attitude. No, I'm team Paul. Thank you. I'm team toughen up princess. I'm team get the fuck out of my life, you wastrel using offspring or whatever. They, they just bleed him dry. He they keeps do. throwing his money at them. Because he doesn't know they how to give love. And they, they don't say no, do they? They keep saying, Dad, please leave us alone. You know what? I, I was annoyed that Amy went and took the job offer he gave her. She's like, Dad keeps interfering with my life. Okay, let's go through this child by child. Okay. So Leo goes and bangs Paul, his dad's love. Okay, love. you know who's True. Who is in the wrong out of here? Is Paul or Leo in the wrong here? Um, Leo. Leo is in the wrong. And on, wait a minute. No, come on. No, I – people can <laughs> – This is trial by Kate here. Hang on a minute. I think but, that but, was weird because I don't think Therese and Leo have sexual chemistry. No, but who's who is in the wrong out of Leo and Paul in this situation? Put yourself in Amy's shoes. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're sticking. We're going child okay, by child. Right, here. Okay. Yeah. No, as in you're the sister and your brother hooks up with stepmom. Yeah. So you're, my brother's hooking up with my dad's – Ex. Ex. You know, like say ex-stepmom. Who was okay, so married, you, who was going to marry my current boyfriend. I mean, adding that layer to <laughs> But no, he's on, in the it, wrong. Who was in the wrong? Okay, but he did check that he, he thought his dad had a crush right, on someone so else. so Leo is in the wrong here. Okay, let's moving on to Amy. Yeah, I mean, that's all wrong. She is now hooked up with Paul's enemy. Who, who is also her boyfriend's dad or ex-boyfriend's dad? Relationship. Would you care? What would? What if your dad had a problem with your husband? No, 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 no. no. It's not that she. But not, they don't. No. But it's not that it has a problem with the husband. This is the guy that stole the true love. The the other guy that stole the true love off Paul. Yeah, yeah. There's some also, bloody, some thick history in this. It's like, Amy is in the wrong. Amy is in the wrong. Amy's in the wrong. And also, no family member gives you a hundred thousand dollars. Without at least hoping you're not going to give it to your boyfriend. Yeah, you do you, hope that. Your useless boyfriend. Yeah. I you, don't, who wasn't even your boyfriend. When but you I don't think anyone would have made these decisions had he not been a little nosy, nosy pants in all their lives up till now. They all have, were fed up with him. Up. You know what? You choose to live in the penthouse. It comes with strings attached. <laughs> no, but yep. uh, they're, they're all adults. They should all be out living in their own places. But you know what? They all decided, hey, let's go and leech off the bank of dad for a while up in the penthouse. No, there's And get jobs from him. I'm more angry. You don't get things for free. I'm more angry at Amy for sleeping with her ex-boyfriend's father yeah. than I am with her sleeping with her father's nemesis. Got, moving on to Dr. Nacker, right? It's, it's all a bit half-hearted. He, he doesn't really hate Dr. Nacker, does he? No. Except that um, he's been all spilling the beans about Paul's acts to his siblings. He's playing double agent. Kind of speaks to his medical ethics too, really, doesn't yeah. it? But I think one of the things is is that Paul's heart was softened by these children, this third coming of family. <laughs> and the new generation. The new generation. And he was vulnerable to them and opened up to them. But he wouldn't stick his beak out of their business. That's what parents do. Okay. Get, get so jobs can we, for can their we have children. a vote here for who's in the right and who's in the wrong? Okay. Okay. If you're voting team Paul, say aye. 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 If you're voting team Wastrels, say aye. aye. <laughs> there you go. Bang. Because he's a bloody whinger. Actually, you know what? Let's put it down. We've got to do some shitters and citizens. Uh, yeah, We've okay. got to sort it all out. That's, let, how, we, that's w- how we finish okay. this thing. Preemptively. Yeah. Can I just say that Nanny Alice is my citizen of the week for her pantomime villain ways and for the, the very best thing that she's added to Ramsey Street, her home-cooked addictive shortbread, which is addictive in more than one way. Which is a tautology because 
shortbread is not addictive. No. Have, have you ever had a piece of shortbread and thought, geez, I must have five more pieces? No, there's a Greek shortbread called kurambiedes, uh, which are laced in icing sugar. And the icing sugar is delicious. Then you get to the shortbread and you're disappointed. Mm. And I've been saying no to them my whole life. And normal shortbreads are even worse because they don't have the layer of sugar. But um, have you guys ever taken um, painkillers? Yeah, yep. sure have. Yeah, have you ever left one on your tongue a little bit too longer? Long? Disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's yeah. very bitter. Yep. Mm. So Acid. Good old mate Nanny Alice has been getting out the old mortar and pestle, crushing up some codeine with the, the icing sugar and sifting it on and letting everyone have a go at it. And apparently Sonia's getting high. Yeah, she also, sort of poison, from it. she also poisoned a small child while we're on break too. That's right. She gave Nell food poisoning, which is just was pretty despicable. Awful. Yeah. yeah, poor Nelly. She's not even baking the biscuits from no, scratch. That, that's hilarious. And she's buying them at bloody um, Dippy's shop as well. So I don't even know. This is like a weird web of lies. Dippy's like, geez, these biscuits are familiar. They look like the ones just on the packet that I sell. <laughs> <laughs> but she pops them in the oven to warm them up. Which actually may be a top tip. So is that citizen or citizen for you? Citizen. She's fantastic. Uh, she's got to go. But okay, can we talk about just codeine for a moment here, which has only since the 1st of January in Australia become a pre- prescription only drug. Before that point, it was behind the counter. And then a couple of years ago before that, you could just buy it in the pharmacy. You could pick it up off the shelf and buy it. It's not really deemed a hard drug in Australia, is it? It shouldn't be getting you high. If they've got cyanide in the bloody school vents, they can put arsenic on the biscuits. I used to take it regularly for migraines. And yeah. The, I don't know, it made me slightly sleepy if that, but I think that was probably a migraine that did that too. The amount of codeine that's in the medication that she would have been able to access. Not a therapeutic dose. Yeah, no, it's not. it wouldn't provide a good time. And Sonia looks like she's having a good time. And the thing is, is that the amount of Panadol... Or Nurofen that would have to be in there would make you very unwell. Yes. To to achieve the same effect. CJ, do you have a citizen or a citizen? Oh, do you have a citizen? I'm going to go with citizen with Susan for being able to be strong enough to push a man off a thing, but not hold it together for a week afterwards. <laughs> See ya. Wow, brutal performance of her life, by the way. Mm. Jay Woodburn and and boy has she had some. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to give Shitizen of the Week to Ellie because it's exam season and these children are relying on you and your guidance and you don't have time to be perjuring yourself to the police Mm. right now and I'm really angry. Next time we might have to have a deep dive into the amount of people doing Year 12 this year and their lack of actual studying and or exam attending. Sidebar, apparently Willow's just graduated too. She's what? just She got sorest because Tony was like, let me know how your exams went. I mean, that's how she's been able to finish school, by leaving Erinsborough yeah. High. You know what is a good reason to go to Erinsborough High? To get special consideration. Yes. Everyone was whinging about Xanthi having a hard time. Meanwhile, they've all got bloody arsenic in their system. I know, but they'll definitely get graded up a few months. Every single year 12 needs to be putting in for special yeah. consideration. Everyone will be like getting like tests on their hair, yeah. just going, oh, look, I've got a good five centimetres of arsenic growth in yeah. here. That's five marks. I've got an idea for Willow. Come back as the SES pilot and she can do all the runs to the bush to pick up Susan every time oh, she wanders up. Awesome. She but- could put the device on Susan and just make a full-time living out of that. So I feel like we could just that that could be just a side role for Scott Major. Like you know how he appears every now and then as Lusicus between being the director. Yeah, he could just appear as Lusicus the the SES guy just to save the day, like Fireman Sam. Susan's come back to Dallasford again. I'm just driving her back. <laughs> mm. 
She's like, you know, when you've got a, a neighborhood cat that comes to your house every now and then? Ours is called Henry. Yeah, and exactly. Like, There's towns in Australia who've just got Susan popping up every now and then. Susan's got sundowners. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. Bloody hell. We are back in business. Neighbours is off the chain, just exactly how we like it. You can subscribe to Buddy Watch, our sister podcast, Buddy Watch Pod, on all the socials, become one of our Buddy Watch buddies, and you can suggest, actually, you can do me a favour, go and become one of our Buddy Watch buddies on Facebook, and you can suggest a trashy Christmas movie we can recap, because we are going to be recapping the Vanessa Hudgens thing, the Christmas switch. I've got a suggestion. What about the one that has bloody Janae Timmons in it? Oh, done. Okay. Was yep. it Janae? That was, yeah, yeah it was she Janae, was in it. Yeah. That was a hot mess. Please, I need your thoughts. And that's what we'll recap for Buddy Watch. And we are Neighbours Pod on all the places. Become a member of the Neighbours Council, just like Joe just did. And she says she listens to the podcast on the London Transport System. CJ, people can go and talk to you on the internet. They can. CJ, the hot mess mum on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You could be doing some late night tweeting lately i've seen uh, yeah i have been and and I'm, I'll, I'll keep doing that and that will actually be from the neighbors pod twitter though oh takeover takeover cj takes over and makes spelling mistakes that's probably what the theme so is if you want to have heart to hearts with cj about her bleeding heart for the characters on the show that's a good time to do it yeah yeah but but don't at me too much you know <laughs> don't at me I'm a, I'm a tender soul kate I'm at Remude. I'm getting five hours sleep at night at the moment. So, she so cra- don't at me at all. She could crack at any moment. I'm Vaya Pashos. You're all champions. Catch you next time. Bye.